Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the letter of St. James. Blessed is he who perseveres in temptation. For when he's been proven, he will receive the crown of life that he promised to those who love him. No one experiencing temptation should say, I'm being tempted by God. For God is not subject to temptation to evil, and he himself tempts no one. Rather, each person is tempted when lured and enticed by his desire. Then desire conceives and brings forth sin. And when sin reaches maturity, it gives birth to death. Do not be deceived, my beloved brothers and sisters. All good giving and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no alteration or shadow caused by change. He willed to give us birth by the word of truth, that we may be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. The word of the Lord. Blessed the man you instruct, O Lord. Blessed the man whom you instruct, O Lord, whom by your law you teach, giving him rest from evil days. For the Lord will not cast off his people, nor abandon his inheritance, but judgment shall again be with justice, and all the upright of heart shall follow it. When I say my foot is slipping, your mercy, O Lord, sustains me. When cares abound with me, your comfort gladdens my soul. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The disciples had forgotten to bring bread, and they had only one loaf with them in the boat. Jesus enjoined them, watch out, a guard against the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. They concluded among themselves that it was because they had no bread. When he became aware of this, he said to them, why do you conclude that it is because you have no bread? Do you not yet understand or comprehend Are your hearts hardened? Do you have eyes and not see, ears and not hear? And do you not remember when I broke the five loaves for the five thousand, how many wicker baskets full of fragments you picked up? They answered him, Twelve. When I broke the seven loaves for the four thousand, how many full baskets of fragments did you pick up? They answered him, Seven. He said to them, Do you still not understand? The Gospel of the Lord. Who was this James who wrote the letter that we've read at, read from this week at Mass. And when did he write the letter? Was he the James of Peter, James, and John fame? No. That James, a son of Zebedee, is known as James the Greater because he is mentioned more in the Gospels. The James who wrote the epistle we are reading at Mass is known as James the Lesser. He was Christ's cousin, his mother being one of the Marys at the foot of the cross on Good Friday. James the Lesser became the Bishop of Jerusalem. St. Paul mentions going up to Jerusalem and meeting with James, the brother of the Lord. Brother meaning cousin or kin. Unlike St. Paul's letters that are targeted to specific cities, James wrote a general universal letter that stressed the importance of a person's faith with his actions, faith and works. Faith without works is dead, 
James wrote in chapter 2 of his epistle. James wrote with authority, further evidence of his apostleship and bishopric. He was martyred around 62 AD. So we know his epistle was written before that, which was only around 30 years after Christ's death. James wrote at the same time St. Paul wrote. From the time of the Council of Laodicea, 360 AD, James's letter was included in all lists of inspired books. At the councils of Carthage in 397 and Hippo in 419, both in Africa, the church's bishops codified or finalized the canon of scripture, placing James's epistle in it. My friends, the Bible is a Catholic book, or better said, a collection of books. The New Testament was almost entirely written by Catholic bishops. And Catholic bishops decided what books would go in it and which ones would not. In the 16th century, a defrocked German monk named Martin Luther soon threw some of the books out of the Bible, including James's epistle. The faith without works is deadline from chapter 2 did not mesh too well with Luther's newly invented doctrine, his great new reset, his build back better that we are saved by faith alone. So Luther threw it out, calling James's letter an epistle of straw. Understand the Bible did not just drop out of the sky. No, the church gave it to us. One needs to understand and never forget this. That will embolden his Catholic faith. So as James writes, he will not be deceived. St. Paul wrote to Timothy, a fellow bishop, that the pillar and foundation of the truth is the church. Paul did not say the pillar and foundation of truth is the Bible for the very simple reason that there wasn't a Bible when Paul wrote Timothy. There was just the church. The Bible came later. The church gave us the Bible. The church then is the sole arbiter and interpreter of its contents. We can have faith that the magisterium, the teaching office of the church, that the letter of James is not an epistle of straw. We can believe Jesus Christ's cousin, apostle, and first bishop of Jerusalem, rather than so-called reformers who came on the scene 15 centuries later. God doesn't lie. And as St. James wrote, God would never tempt us. He wills to give us birth by the word of truth. <laughs> 